All right, grab your Bibles tonight, Proverbs chapter 4, and I want to speak to you for the next few moments, and I I don't plan on really going long unless uh, the Lord really hits me tonight, and I'm I'm anticipating, uh, if you you have Proverbs 4, just look look my way, I want to just have your attention for just a few minutes, I'm really anticipating this fire tunnel, this time of prayer. And as I said, it, it's holy unto the Lord. It's holy unto the Lord. And um, <clears throat> you don't have to worry about going through the fire tunnel. tunnel. No, no one's going to push you down. Uh, that's not going to happen at Victory. It doesn't happen. And if I can just tell you, I, I remember many years ago in the, first, in the first church that my wife and I uh, pioneered and pastored uh, that we led, I had, I had a friend come in, and um, he, got, he got really excited and adrenalized and started pushing people over, and I had to stop him. Um, and, and I had to tell him behind closed doors, too, that, that I love you, you're amazing, I, I've always thought you're a champion, but that, that'll never happen here, you, you can't do that. And unfortunately, it, it blew that friendship. Sometimes it blows friendship when you tell people the truth. And I love that person that I'm actually talking about right now. I love them. God knows I love them. But I want to tell you tonight, um, you're not going to be pushed down or anything like that. If, if God puts you on the floor, oh, enjoy it. Wow, I just felt like the Lord just put his hand right on my chest. Whoa, whoa, thank you, Lord. If the Lord puts you on the floor tonight, enjoy it. I mean that. If he sticks you to the ceiling, we're not peeling you off either. <laughs> it's going to be a beautiful time. We're going to move into that in just a few moments. I'm going to, I'm going to minister for just a few moments, and I'm I actually feel that this message is going to be very pastoral and very shepherding. Pastor Charles, you're going to be very surprised. I'm going to, I'm going to seem very pastoral tonight <laughs> very shepherding. Boy, it's so great to have Pastor Charles and Ann Stock in the house. Let's just give them a big God bless you tonight. Love you guys. Love you guys so much. What a joy. I just, I just relish that. Uh, just few weeks ago, him bringing the Father's blessing and the word he brought over Philip and over Susie, and what a beautiful kiss from God. Just, it was really magnificent night. I know all of you, so many of you wrote me about that moment, and uh, Pastor Charles, I want you to know that. So many wrote me about that special moment, and uh, it's an honor to have you guys here. We're blessed that all of you are here, and I want to just pray over the word right now. If you have your iPad or your your Bibles in front of you. I want you to lay your hands on it tonight. I'm going to take hold of the Word as well. Lord, we want to thank you tonight how, as our good shepherd, you have fed us all through this year. You have fed us. You have nurtured us. You, You have cared for us wonderfully tenderly 
You have laid your shepherd's rod upon us. You have directed our course. You have, you have given us course correction throughout this year. You have magnified Jesus before us. You have led us in the ways of your spirit. Lord, you have stretched us, pruned us. You have grown us. You've grown us, Lord, and you've groomed us. We thank you for the power of your word. And tonight, Lord, we eat your word, and we feast on your word. And Lord, Holy Spirit, I, I ask you to just surpass even what I'm going to be able to say and communicate in the natural But, Lord, you just give a mega gift through this word tonight. And I also pray, Holy Spirit, that you would ignite a fresh new hunger for the word in our lives for 2023. That we would eat the word, be before the word, speak the word, decree the word, live the word. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Proverbs chapter 4, are you there tonight? Thank you, Cody. We're going to focus tonight on, on what really matters. The, there is a lot to be said at the, at the end and the closing of a year, and then the beginning and the opening of a brand new year. It there's something very special about this, there, and there always is. I don't have to explain that. Or it, it, There's something really magnificent about the freshness of a new beginning, a new start. So much could be said about the times and the seasons that we're living in, and, and everyone knows that the world has gone utterly crazy. But we're not going to focus on any of that tonight. We're going to focus, and we're, we're going to be very keenly aware by the Holy Spirit's prompting on focusing on what is most important. And if you're taking notes tonight, I want you to write down what matters most. And I encourage you, take some notes tonight. Take some notes. What matters most so many people right now are fixated on the externals and people's attention and their obsessions are on the stories and all of the externals. But where we're going to go tonight is we're going to go into the internal. We're, we're going to go into the realm of the heart. For the next few moments, I want to talk about our heart. I want to talk about guarding our heart. I want to talk about nourishing our heart tonight in the presence of the Lord because this is such a this is such a special time we um, we understand ladies and gentlemen we are truly living in the last days every time that I get the privilege of taking a microphone or standing in front of five people or hundreds of people or thousands of people I understand that this privilege is big time because we live in the end times and we have to be alert and awaken and at attention understanding the hour and the times in which we live. It's also very important tonight that we understand what is most important. That's our heart. Our heart. Proverbs chapter 4. Are you there? 
Hallelujah. Lord, shepherd us tonight. Shepherd us. Verse 20. My son, pay attention to what I say. Turn or incline your ears to my words. I want you to grab a hold of this phrase, pay attention, if you're taking notes. Grab a hold of that phrase tonight, pay attention. My son, pay attention to what I say. Turn or incline your ear to my word. That phrase there, pay attention, in the Hebrew language is this. It's geshab. And this is what geshab means. It means focused listening. Hear this. Focused listening. And this is how I want to set it into your heart tonight. Your life depends on how you listen. Grab a hold of this tonight. Your life depends on how you listen. My son, my daughter, pay attention to what I say. Turn, incline your ears to my words. It's a picture there in the Hebrew. It's a picture of an animal. We've all seen pictures of animals when suddenly they recognize or realize that either another animal or a human is in proximity, and all of the sudden what happens, their ears just perk right up. Their head comes up. Their head is lifted. Get, get this image. Their head is lifted. Their ears are turned. Their ears are perked. Their ears are alert. Immediately, they know something is near. You tracking with me? That's the picture. It's, it's alertness. It's attentiveness. The, the ears go up. Notice what he says, incline and turn. Now, that word, incline or turn, whatever translation you have there in your lap, it's the word natah in the Hebrew. And it means to lift up, get this, lift up and stretch upward. Every one of us have seen like a crane or, or a giraffe feeding itself on the grass. And then all of a sudden when it's alertness, it's, its tall neck turns And it looks and it begins to go into the high place and it begins to perceive. That's what we see in this picture. My son, pay attention to what I say. Incline your ear to my words. Do not let them, what? The word, out of your sight. Keep them within your heart. Watch this, verse 22. For they are life to those who find them and health to one's whole body. Now, I would just gander to say that life and health are two of the most important things that you have to focus on in 2023. Can I get a witness in this house? Notice what it says. It says they are life to those who find them and health to one's whole body. Notice it's a pursuit. You you have to find it. One of my favorite scriptures is Proverbs 25, verse 2. It says, for it's the glory of God to conceal a matter, yet it's the glory of kings to seek it out. Say that with me. It's the glory of God to conceal a matter, yet it's the glory of kings to seek it out. It's the glory of God to conceal a matter, yet it's the glory of kings to seek it out. Now now read it again with me. For they are life to those who find them, and health to one's whole body. It's a pursuit. Ladies and gentlemen, divine healing and health is our inheritance. 
Can I get a witness? Can I get an amen in here? You have got to aggressively eat the word this year. In other words, you got to take your medicine. And that's the word of God. Are you hearing me? You've got to take your medicine. You've got to take your spiritual food. You've got to take the word of God, which is your spiritual food. Eat it every day and nourish it. If you do, you're going to find life and you're going to find health. Not only physical health, health but you're going to find mental health. Are you with me? Declare divine healing and divine health over your life every day this year. What am I saying? We want to declare that we will never get sick in 2023. Do I have any believing believers in this house tonight? Come on. Do I have any real believing believers in the house? This is what we're contending for. This is who this family and this tribe is. And those of you that are part of this tribe that could not make it, this is who we are. This is who you know we are. To walk in divine health. Now watch this. Verse 23. This is powerful. Above all else, see that, above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Keep your mouth free from perversity. Keep corrupt talk far from your lips. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. What does that mean? It means to focus your vision Focus your vision. You may need to write that down tonight. Focus your vision. Focus your scope. Do not be distracted away from looking into the face of the Lord this year. The winds are going to blow this year radically. You cannot take your face away from the face of the Lord. Keep your eyes straight ahead of you. Fix your your, your gaze directly before you. Now watch this. Verse 26, give careful thought. Those are powerful words. Give careful thought. Give careful thought. That means sit down and deep, uh, think deeply. Sit down and think deeply. Give careful thought to the pass of your feet and be steadfast in all of your ways. Do not turn from the right or to the left. Keep your foot from evil. Jesus said, my words, they are spirit and they are life. If you want Bible for that, that's John 6, verse 63. He said, my words, they are spirit and they are life. This year, my friend, I'm imploring you, eat the word. Eat the word. Stay before the, the word. There, there are a lot of believers that are beginning to believe really, really wacky, wild, kooky things, even doctrines of demons in this hour, that must never be your story. I said that must never be your story. That will not happen to you if you keep exposing your heart to the Word. Keep exposing your heart to the Word which is burning and alive and pulsating with the presence of the Holy Spirit. God will open up your eyes. He will sharpen your discernment. You will know which way to walk in. You will know which path to take. Expose your heart to the Word. Notice what he says. Give careful thought to the paths of your feet. And that's where we're at in this hour. As we're heading into 2023, we are what? We're giving careful thought. We're giving careful thought. 
We're taking stock of what is going on in our own lives, in our families, in our relationships, in our finances, in the, just the realm of the world, the realm of the nations. Now, this just bleeds right in, I believe, to Romans chapter 12, if you'd look at it with me tonight, which the Apostle Paul gave unto us. I'm reading out of the New King James Version. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Let me just stop right there. He didn't say this is radical service. He didn't say this is extremist. No, he said this is actually reasonable. To offer your body unto God as a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God. It's not extremist. We're not radicals. No, that's not what this is. It's reasonable. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That you may prove what is the good, the acceptable, and the perfect will of God. Transformational power comes from the Holy Spirit. Let me say it again. Transformational power comes from the Holy Spirit. Christianity, I've said this many times, I've written it in books. Christianity is not behavioral modification. Christianity is not a sin management program. Let me say that again. Christianity is not a sin management program. Christianity is the transformation of a man or a woman from the inside out by the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Hear hear, hear these words. It's by the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Your ministry is not to change yourself. That's going to deliver someone in here if you grab hold of that. Your, your responsibility and your ministry is not to change. How many of you have been trying to change yourself, and how's that working out for you? It's the ministry of the Holy Spirit within that transforms a man from the inside out. It's the ministry of the Holy Spirit that transforms a woman from the inside out. And let me tell you, the ministry of the Holy Spirit is unparalleled. There is nothing like the power of the Holy Spirit that transforms a a man into a new man, a woman into a new woman. Behold, old things begin to pass away. Come on, church. And all things become new. How does it happen? It's the ministry of the Holy Spirit. It's the power of God in you. It's the power of God in you that transforms you. And I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, we are still being changed. We are still being transformed into the very likeness, into the very image of the Son of God. We are still being changed. Our confession is we are still changeable. And there's a lot of people that feel that they're not changeable. I pray tonight, your confession this year, you would say, Lord, I am changeable. I am adaptable. I am flexible. I'm flexible, Lord. Blessed are the flexible, for they shall bend and not break. That's not Bible, but it really works. But for real, I'm flexible, Lord. I'm adaptable. I'm, I'm willing to change. I'm willing to hear a fresh word. I'm willing, God, for you to speak a word to me that I don't have to have all the understanding up front. I I know you're just asking me for my faith, my childlike faith to step with you 
trust you with all of my heart. Lean not into my own understanding, but acknowledging you in all my ways, knowing, God, you are going to direct my path in 2023. It is good. The Apostle Paul writes in Ephesians 4.23, he put it in your notes tonight, he says, be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Ephesians 5, he goes on, he says, this happens by the washing of the word. Guys, you, you, you have to have intimate relationship with the living word who is the living Christ, but you also have to have passionate relationship with the written word of God. You have, you have to be anchored in the living Christ, but you also have to be anchored in the written word of God. This word that you hold in your lap is inspired. It is God-breathed, inspired by the Holy Spirit that came upon men, that moved, was moved upon by God, who was able to pen and to give us this inerrant word of God. It is the word of God. Do you believe it is the word of God? It is the word of God. Now, i got to jump back to this verse again, Proverbs 4.23. He says, above all else, this is powerful, above all else, guard your heart. That's for you and that's for me. Guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. Why do you have to guard your heart? Because the atmosphere of this nation, of the United States, is so absolutely permeated with grief. There, there are such deep animosities in this nation. There, there are so many wrestling convictions right now all around us. You have to guard your heart every single day. Then you have the political spirit that is trying to hijack everything, which is the exact opposite of the spirit of God. Are you with me? And the political spirit is always working to intimidate, to manipulate to control, to dominate. That's not what the Spirit of God does. The Spirit of God does not drive you. The Spirit of God leads you. Say, I am led by the Spirit of God. Come on, say it. I am led by the Spirit of God. Those that are led by the Spirit of God, who are they? Tell me who they are. Tell me who, tell me who they are. They are the sons. They are the daughters of God. Those that are led by the Spirit of God. You can be led by the Spirit in 2023. You are led by, you know His voice. You are, I'm telling you who you are, ladies and gentlemen. You are the sheep of His pasture. And the voice of a stranger you will not follow. You know His voice. His voice will resonate in your spirit. His voice will make you stand at attention. His voice will bring you a course correction. You will feel the shepherd's rod being laid upon you. He'll say, go this way. No, no. Now turn this way. Listen. For those that are born of God are like the wind. Those that are born of the Spirit, they're like the wind. You never know from where it comes from or where it's going. So are those that are born of the Spirit of God. So you have to guard your heart. You have to be careful what you allow your heart to meditate upon. Be very cautious and careful in this year of 2023 what you allow your heart to consistently meditate upon. Steward your heart. Steward your heart. Hear that tonight. Steward your heart. What does that mean? It means that I present my heart unto the Lord in covenant every day. 
And I want to use that word covenant, and I don't want you to miss it tonight because it's a strong word. Bren brought such a powerful word weeks ago concerning covenant. Our God is a God of covenant. He is the covenant-keeping God. But when you steward your heart, you present your heart unto the Lord, and you tell God in prayer, grab a hold of this tonight, you tell God, God, I am a covenant keeper to you. I pray like this all the time. Lord, I am in covenant with you. You might want to say that right now. I say, Lord, I'm in covenant with you. Lord, I'm in covenant with my wife. Lord, I'm in covenant with my kids. Lord, I am in covenant with all the people that I have the privilege of leading in the body of Christ. I am a covenant keeper. Pray like that. When you steward your heart, you recognize you are a person of covenant. I won't be long on this, and I know that it, sometimes it bothers people, and that's why I want to bring it up tonight. I want to encourage you. <laughs> it bothers people sometimes when, when I say, listen, there's a difference between loving the presence of God and loving the heart of God. Because we have a lot of people in this generation, they love the presence of God. Who doesn't love the presence of God? They love to get in worship. They love how it makes them feel. They love the euphoria of it. They love the glory of it. But what's really strange is that pe people, though they love the presence, they go actually out of the presence and they do very weird things. But when you love the heart of God, that means you are in covenant with God and that you will not go out from a place like this and you will behave. You will actually behave yourself as a covenant-keeping man. Because why? Because you are connected to the heart of God. You're not just does that make sense? You all grab a hold of that? You're not just enjoying the presence of God. You're in covenant with God. You don't want to live a life that grieves His Spirit. You don't want anything in your life, brewing in your life, up here in the attic of your soul, that would offend the Holy Spirit or grieve the Holy Spirit. You're a covenant keeper. You're a man of covenant. You're a woman of covenant. You're a covenant keeper. Come on, church. Give God glory. I want to say to you tonight, your heart needs the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Above all else, guard your heart. Above all else, guard your heart because out of it flows everything about you your whole life. I'm guarding my heart every day. The warfare is very intense, ladies and gentlemen. I have to stay very healthy in God to keep leading people in the kingdom in this hour. My heart needs the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Your heart needs the ministry of the Holy Spirit. I need, you to, I need you to be freshly aware and recognize that tonight, that you need the ministry of the Spirit. Grab a hold of this tonight. The Holy Spirit, we've said this many times, but in some of this is review. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of truth. Who told us that? Well, Jesus told us that. Jesus said, the spirits, I'm going to release the Spirit. When He comes to you, I'm going to give you the Spirit of truth. And you know what? Everyone wants a best friend like the Holy Spirit. You know how I know that? Because no one wants to be lied to. No one. How many of you in this room like to be lied to? Tell me lies, tell me sweet little lies. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. You're welcome, Stevie Nicks. I don't know how that happens, but we're going back to the Bible. Yeah. Nobody, nobody, 
I don't know how that happens. And it's okay. There's just worthless volumes of, of music. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> forgive me. It's true. No one likes to be lied to. You want a best friend like the Holy Spirit. He is the spirit of truth. He will never lead you down the wrong path. God will never lead you to a dead-end course, a dead-end path, ladies and gentlemen. He, Jesus said, my words are spirit and they are life. So the spirit of truth takes you to life. Somebody say amen. amen. Grab a hold of this tonight. The Holy Spirit is the exact opposite of the spirits that are at work in the earth right now. And here's what's big. Your heart needs to be very discerning in this hour. There are so many seducing spirits on the loose, antichrist spirits in this nation. You have to be on high alert. That's why you must guard your heart. And if you expose your heart to the Lord, what will happen is, is you'll become sensitized to the spirit of God. Let me, let, me just, let me give you a Bible picture for being sensitized to the spirit of God. You, you will not be a horse that has to have the bit and the bridle shoved in its mouth so that the Lord can move you around like that. You will be broken and you will be tender before the Lord so he can just gently touch you on your neck like a horse. And that horse knows exactly which way, which direction to go. Course correction, to back up, to begin again, to go to the left, to go to the right. Why? It's the gentleness of touch. And spending quality time with the Lord and developing your inner life and your inner world with the Holy Spirit so sensitizes you that at the gentlest touch, the Lord can move you or redirect you. That's a Bible picture. Are you with me? Next, your heart needs to be secured and protected in the presence of God. That's where I find peace. That, that, it's, it's truly where I find peace is in the presence of the Lord. The world is crazy. <laughs> Can I get an amen or a witness? I mean, we won't go there tonight. We're staying anchored right where we're at. Your heart needs to be anchored in truth. If you're, anchored, if you're anchored in the presence, if you're anchored in the Word, let's put it in that order. If you're anchored in the Word, and you're anchored in the presence of the living Christ, what you'll find is if you're anchored, you will see a lot of people drifting in a world of chaos right now, but you will stand secure. You will stand fast and stand firm, immovable, unshakable. That's what you've got to do this year. Y'all okay? We're just eating our vegetables tonight, aren't we? This is good for us. This is good. Steward your heart. Guard your heart. Don't allow your heart to be contaminated by the noise of this world. Don't allow your heart to be contaminated by the pollution of this world. Be very careful. Lastly, do not allow your heart to be conformed to the spirit of this age. You have to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows out of it. 
Another thing, and we're rounding the bases tonight, and I'm about done. Listen, Jesus said this concerning guard your heart. Go to Luke chapter 12 for just a moment. Luke chapter 12. Jesus said, in the meantime, when an innumerable multitude, this, this is really, this is a radical verse. In the meantime, when an innumerable multitude of people had gathered together so that they trampled one another. Or, or, that, that's big. Have you ever, you ever just glanced at that and just hurtled right over it? That, that's intense. I'm not talking about a, a, mosh cry, or a mosh pit. That's what they call it. But it says that there were so many, they were trampling one another. Listen to this. He began to say to his disciples, his disciples, first of all, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. For there is nothing covered that will not be revealed, nor hidden which will not be known. Jesus is doing what? Jesus is drilling down to the core, the core of the heart issues. He's saying don't fall into the trap of self-righteousness or hypocrisy. Can I get an amen in this church? Don't fall into this trap. It, listen, Jesus warns against this. He tells his own disciples. And, and you listen, some of you read the text, but you don't put yourself in the text. You're, you're, you're just looking at it a little bit too much objectively. You've got to hear it subjectively. Can I see, by the showing of hands, do we have any disciples in the room of the Lord Jesus Christ? Can I? Well, not everybody. Oh, there you are. So are you a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ? So this word is for you and it's for me. It was not just for them. He says, you've got to beware of self-righteousness. You've got to beware of the leaven of the Pharisees, which is what? It's hypocrisy. And I said this weeks ago, folks, on our best day, it's still the grace of God. Can I get a witness? It's still the grace of God. It's the Lord's righteousness. It's the Lord's glory that has been imputed unto us. And Jesus was saying, look at the Pharisees. These guys are religious busybodies. They are religious busybodies, but they don't know the power of God. I may remember these words of having a form of godliness, but what? Denying the, uh, there you are. That's right. In 2023, take some notes tonight. Guard what is most precious to you. Guard. There's a lot of people moving around the building tonight. And let's, let's, let's keep that to a minimum. Thank you so much. Guard what is most precious to you. Number one, invest in your relationship with God. Invest in your relationship with God as father, as son, and as the Holy Spirit. We're going to be teaching about this throughout this year, about your relationship with Father, your relationship with Jesus, your relationship with the Holy Spirit. How do you do that? You do that with quality time in the Word every day. You invest in your relationship with God. You have quality time in Word, quality time in prayer, quality time in worshiping the Lord, but also listening for the Lord. I encourage you men, uh, it's, not, it's not a feminine thing journal this year. Get yourself a journal and sit listening for the Lord. We, we do this in intercession here at Victory all the time. We get in our intercessory prayer room and I tell everyone, make sure that you journal what you hear the Lord speaking to you. Because right now, 
you're going to remember what I prayed at the front of this train. I actually prayed that the Holy Spirit would actually exceed what I'm able to articulate in the natural, and the Holy Spirit would say things to you. And that's probably already happening. I'm actually confident that that is already happening. But what happens is when you spend quality time in the Word and you're worshiping and you're listening to God, what will happen is things will just drop into your spirit. Take note of that. Grab your journal or grab your notes in your iPhone. Write it down. Write it down and then continue to ask the Lord concerning it. Lord, what are you saying about this? Are you with me? Is this helping anybody? I want to say it again. In 2023, invest in your relationship with God. Number two, write it down. Invest in your family. Invest. Can I get an amen? amen. Wow, it's silent in this Presbyterian church tonight. Are you? I said, invest in your family. Can I get an amen? <laughs> Some of you are like, oh, God. <laughs> invest in your family. <laughs> here's, here's what to do. Here's a few things. This isn't a, a master list, but here's, here's a few things. If you're going to invest in your family, do this. Set your house in order in 2023. Ask God, Lord, show me how do I set my house in order. How do I do that? Show me how to do that, Lord. Work hard at investing in family relationships. Work hard at family relationships. Restore or mend any broken relationships in your family. Restore or mend any broken relationships. And some, that, that makes some of you uncomfortable in this room. And the, I'm just going to let the Holy Spirit talk to you tonight because that's what He does. And I'm glad. I want to tell you tonight, fight for your family. Don't fight with your family. Miss, don't miss the key word, fight for your family. It's for. Don't fight with your family. Fight for your family. That means use your faith and use your love. Faith works by what? Tell me. Love. Faith works by love. Use your love and use your faith for mending relationships. Let the Lord use you as you humble yourself. To mend relationships in your family. Make quality time for your family. Number three, invest in your health and your mental health. I'm not regurgitating anyone's message here, folks. This is the message that, I, that the Lord gave me fresh today out of the oven here really early on this campus this morning. Invest in your health and your mental health. Make it a priority in 2023. Get healthy in your body and in your mind. Get healthy in your body and your mind. Man, I'm preaching to myself right now, and here it is. Take time for yourself. Everybody says that. So many people encourage me. Brian, are you? And, and, and a lot of, a lot of and this is, I'm not trying to make it about me right now, but most of you understand even the season that I'm in right now and with our own family experiences, our extended family, and I don't need to go into the details. And people are asking me, Brian, are you taking time for yourself? And the, the, the honest answer is not enough, and I need it. I'm encouraging you, and I'm going to do the same, and I'm going to practice what I preach. Take some time for yourself. It's good. Here's something to think about. Do not run on fumes. I think some of you will understand this. <laughs> this is a deep word. In the Greek, really, the, the Greek word for fumes. Okay, so anyway, some of you got that. And so. <laughs> I, 
If anything is a pet peeve, I never like getting in a car that's on E. I like to get in a car that has plenty of gas in it. Friend, friend, don't let your life run on fumes. Make sure you got plenty in the tank. Here's the tank. Make sure in 2023 you get filled up full of the Word in your tank, full of the presence of God in your tank. Quality time developing your inner life with the Holy Spirit. Letting the Holy Spirit speak beautiful things to you, but also letting the Holy Spirit speak hard things to you. Let the Holy Spirit tell you ugly things to you. Okay, that went over like a lead balloon. Invest in your health and your mental health. What am I saying? Getting, get, get yourself stronger. You guys can play the, the Rocky music later for getting stronger. I can hear it now. Getting stronger. I'm sorry that happens. It's so random. And we're going back to the scriptures. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Next, invest in your finances. 2023, invest in your finances. Get out of all debt and stay out of it. Oh, say it. Get out of all debt and stay out of it. Come on. Get out of all debt. Stay out. Can I just say tonight, the government is not your provider. Can I get a witness and an amen in this church? The government is not your provider. Jehovah Jireh is your provider. Keep building your financial storehouses. Build your financial storehouses. Build your financial reservoirs. Keep investing in gold. Keep investing in silver, precious metals. Keep investing. Properties, do it. Steward your investments. Don't be like fools who do not prepare. And let me me back up and say this too. Keep buying your ammunitions and your food supplies as well. I don't care who's watching or who's going to make fun of me. or uh, Folks, I'm so over that. I've been saying this for a long time. Prepare yourself. Prepare your reservoirs. Prepare your storehouse. Let God bless you in your storehouses. Prepare your storehouses. Say, God, Lord, Lord, teach me in my storehouses and my finances what to do and how to steward it this year. Where am I to invest money? I encourage you. I implore you. Keep buying gold and silver. It is so important right now. All right. It's quiet in here. Let me give you a Bible scripture, Proverbs 22, verse 3. This is in the NIV. The prudent man or the the wise man sees danger and takes refuge, but the simple keep going and pay the penalty. Wow. In the New Living Translation, it says the wise man or the wise person foresees danger and takes precaution. I like this translation. Watch this. Takes precaution. The simpleton goes blindly and suffers the consequences. Because if you ignore reality, what will happen if you ignore reality, you won't be able to ignore the consequences that come with ignoring reality. And so that's why we have to prepare. Be a wise man. Be a wise steward. Be a wise woman. Say, Holy Spirit, teach me. Sow into yourself, guys. Get some really good financial books. Thank God for Dave Ramsey. I mean, we can give you a whole list of them. But steward yourself. Grow in that area. Steward 
your, your resources. Amen? Invest in your finances. If you do that, you're investing in your family. You're investing in you. Amen? Uh, number five, invest in, your, invest in the family of God. What am I saying? Invest in your local church. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25. Grab a hold of this. Not forsaking the assembling of yourselves together as, as, as in a manner of some, but exhorting one another as so much more as you see the day approaching. Invest in the, in the church. Invest in the family of God. Be faithful in the house of God. Folks, can I, can I just say it really loud tonight? Be faithful in the house of God. Find a place to serve, serve, serve. In 2023, find a place to serve in the body of Christ. Be faithful to the work of the Lord. Give in 2023. Tithe. Honor the Lord in your tithes. Honor the Lord in your offerings. Give. We're going to be doing so much this year. We're going to move into so much outreach this year of winning souls and discipling people in our city. Come on. We're going to be discipling and training and equipping the church. We're going to be training up, raising up new converts for Christ. Invest in the house of God. Invest in the local church, your time, your talent, your treasure. Let God stretch you this year. Come on, let God stretch you. We won't tell anybody about your stretch marks. Just let God stretch you. And I'm about done. Here's where we're at. Guys, we are are a consecrated people. Victory, you are a set-apart people unto the work of the Lord. That's who we are. Your times and your, and your seasons have been designated by God. I want you to take that very personal as I look at you tonight. Your times and your seasons have been divinely orchestrated by God. God has even ordained the place of your habitation. There's Bible for that. That's, that's Acts 17, 26. God says, I have literally ordained the place of your habitations. So God has ordained you. We didn't know it. I I didn't know that I was going to be in your life. You didn't know you were going to be in my life. But for such a time as this, God said, no, I'm going to blend their lives together. I'm going to melt their hearts together by the fire of my love. And I'm going to do something very special in this time, in this season, with this tribe and these people. And it's for such a time as this, as this. God has knit us together and called us. God has orchestrated and ordained your times and your seasons in the place of your habitation. Lastly, invest in the United States of America. God is counting on the ecclesia, the true church that Jesus is building. Why? Because... We are a part of the saving work of this country. I want to say that again with authority. We, we, you and I are a part of the saving work of saving this nation. We are the anointed ones. I'm not banking on Donald Trump. I'm not banking on Ron DeSantis. I'm not banking on anybody else. God is counting on his church. He's counting on his church. Come on, church. Shout amen. Amen. 
You got to let your mind be renewed to this. God is counting on the church that Jesus Christ is building that the gates of hell do not prevail against. Invest in 2023 into America. Invest in your prayers. Invest in your intercession. Invest in your time. Invest in stepping forward and being a voice of truth. I'm asking God, Lord, make me more bolder. And I pray that you will pray that, that God will anoint you with fresh boldness and unstoppable faith in 2023. Invest in this nation because you have a role. You have a role. Karen, you have a role. Sue, Sandy, you have a divine assignment, a role. For saving this nation. This is our watch. You need to take it very personal right now. Don't pawn this off on anybody else. This is our watch. This is our assignment. Invest in America this year. I'm going to pause. and I, I, I just, I got to pause on this. Two years ago, I'm almost done. We're getting ready to go to the fire tunnel. Two years ago, right now, I had just flown home from Washington, D.C. Dutch Sheets and I and a very few close inner core leaders and team throughout the country, we flew in in a covert assignment, and we went into the White House. I had just flown back two years ago, right now. And as I review and I scan the progress of this country, see, the enemy, the enemy wants to mock us on every level and say, ha, 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 you did your very best, and look what I've done. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I have, I have wrestled and come to terms with a lot of different things. I, I just told you invest in America. So I'm... I'm, I'm I'm living what I'm preaching. I'm investing. My wife and I, we, we've done everything in our power, and, and in God's great grace, we've done everything He's asked us to do, and we're going to keep stepping up and do what He asks us to do. And He's going to bless every small adventure and every big adventure. Everything that we have done for this nation is not wasted, and it is not lost. Every... <laughs> All the prayers that you have prayed, all the intercession that the Lord got you pregnant with and that you made decrees, you spent time in prayer. There are so many faithful burning intercessors in this house right now that I'm looking into the eyes of. You have been so faithful to the Lord. You have invested in this nation, the prophetic destiny, the very soul of this nation you have invested And nothing that we have done for our country has been in vain. Nothing. It is not over yet. I'm not giving up our nation to the devils and the wolves. I'm not doing it. I got to be careful tonight. I could preach another hour. Oh, my gosh. Rain it in, Brian. 
She'll invest in America. I want you to say that. I'm going to invest in America. That's right. God will show you how to do it. <laughs> Some of you, you're probably texting my phone right now. Yeah, I'm buying ammunition. <laughs> You won't believe some of the stuff I get on my phone after church. It's kind of funny. <clears throat> Lastly, this is what I know that we must say here at the end. We have to invest ourselves in the vision of victory, and that is what? It is living every day in personal revival. It is living and investing for national awakening. And it is living and investing for generational reformation. It's not over, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, we know the Lord's return will come. But until he comes, we will occupy and we will fight the good fight of faith. And we will war and we will win for revival and awakening and reformation in this hour. Invest this year, victory. Invest. Come on. Come on. Believe and invest. I'm going to grab my passion translation for this, for this closure tonight. We're going to receive tonight's offering and go to prayer. Glory to God. I've said it before and I'm going to say it again. We're about to turn the page and we're going to go into the fire tunnel of prayer tonight. Wow, somebody just lit the bonfire out there, and it looks spectacular. I'm looking at it, and you guys can see it in a minute, but, boy, it's big and it's burning. Oh, it. <laughs> Come on. Can I get an amen tonight? Everybody say, light the fire. Come on, light the fire. You wore the right shirt tonight, Cody. Light the fire. Tonight I believe that the Holy Spirit, look this way. I believe when you are freshly anointed here and you begin to come through to receive prayer, you're going to receive, we've been praying this, you're going to rece receive strategy for, from the Lord for 2023. You're going to receive strategy. You're going re to receive vision for this year. You're going to receive wisdom for this year. You're going to receive boldness and courage and strength as you go through here. It's going to happen. You're going to be anointed freshly with the favor of God. This is a very special holy moment. There's no adrenaline. There's no hype. There's no gimmicks to it. I want you to come and receive prayer soon. This is an important night, and this is why we have put this night together in this way. We're going to get to the food. It's going to be magnificent. I can't wait to eat like a king. I can't wait. It's going to be great. People have already talked to me about the meat, the balls uh, that have come. The meat, the balls. I'm excited. For you Italians, I'm sorry I did that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Lastly, as you come through the fire tunnel tonight, I, I want to pray. That your heart, this is, this is the front of the train. We've been talking about guarding your heart. I want to pray that your heart is freshly ignited with the fire of God. The fire for burning and loving Jesus with all of your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Jesus is glorious. Jesus is glorious. May your heart be ignited with fresh fire. To love him with all, all that you are. So, Lord, I pray it. 
I pray it in Jesus' name over the people. And now I lead you to Romans 15, 13. And I want to pray this over you tonight. Now may God, it's behind me. Look at this declaration. Now may God, the inspiration, the fountain of hope, fill you to overflowing with uncontainable joy and perfect peace as you trust Him. And may the power of the Holy Spirit continually surround your life with His superabundance until you radiate in hope. Come on. Can we give the Lord praise tonight? Come on, church. Can we give the Lord praise? Amen. Ushers, would you come tonight? I want to serve the people. If you need an offering envelope tonight here at Victory, lift your hand high. We want to serve you. If you need an offering envelope, lift your hand high. You can give on our app. Just open up our app. You can give on the website right now safely and securely. Bren, you know what to do. Yep, I trust you there. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, let's do it. Cody, you want to come? God. It's very pastoral tonight. <laughs> Honey, come give those announcements and let's receive the offering. Hey, let's go ahead and just receive, I don't know, 50 trillion tonight and just wipe out the nation's debt. Just, let's just do it. Let's just get the job done. Y'all up to it tonight? Okay. All right. Let's do it. Honey. All right. Um, we've got a few announcements. January 6th, this next Friday, is our vision night. If you are interested in learning more about our vision here at Victory and um, getting to know us a little better, please RSVP. Please RSVP by texting or calling the church number so that we can have a count and be ready and prepared for you on Friday night. That would be wonderful. Um, also, January 8th through the 14th is our first victory fast unto the Lord for this coming year. So we want you to be a part of it. We have prayer every night. We're meeting together every night at 630. And um, so we just invite you to be a part of that. And let's come together and pray. It's just always been so blessed and powerful. And um, so please be a part of that as well. Uh, January 21st, Russ and hope maybe Kim Klein will be with us. So um, we just want to make you aware of that. They're wonderful prophetic ministry. Um, they go to the nations and they've, they're friends of the house and they've been here before. So we just wanted to make you aware that they're going to be here January 21st. And also, Brian was saying, invest in your church. We do have need. Um, for volunteers in many of our different areas of serving. So um, you can pick up a volunteer application. Let's invest, right? Let's, let's get to it. Come on. <laughs> Tonight, you can pick up a volunteer application. Yeah. All right. 
Come on, I'll let you. My God, preach, woman. <laughs> so you can pick up your volunteer application um, at the um, table in the back, and um, that would be a great blessing. We, you know, we, if you, this is, if this is your home church, we just encourage you, be a part, invest in it, um, and be a blessing to the rest of the people. So, um, we just encourage you in that, and um, it's going to be, it's been a wonderful night, it's going to continue to be a wonderful night, and um, just looking forward to the rest of it. So, God bless you guys. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Praise God. Are you ready to give? Father, we bless this final receiving of offerings of tithes tonight, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for the seed that has gone forth this year for the expansion of your gospel of touching lives all over the region in supernatural ways. I pray, Lord, tonight you would bless every one of our givers in a very special, tangible way into the new year. Bless them, Lord. I just speak the open heavens of God, the Spirit of God raining down upon you. And I speak abundance over you. I speak prosperity over you in the name of Jesus. Prosperity. No lack, no debt. Every chain of debt and lack severed in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray over settlements that belong to the people of God that have been withheld from them, that is in delay right now. I pray tonight, I pray tonight, that which has been delayed will now be released to the people of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Ushers, go ahead.